Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. We have ripped another month off the calendar. It is now into August, and it is hard to believe that just in a couple weeks, everybody's going to be flocking to North Dakota for that early season honker hunting. It seems entirely too early to me, but whatever. Teach their own. Either way, better days are ahead. Best time of the year is right around the corner. This podcast is brought to you by the one and only Double T British Kennels. If you're looking for that new hunting dog for this coming season, it is not too late. Get a hold of them over at Double T British Kennels. They have puppies, started and finished gun dogs, top British and Irish field trial lines. All the dogs are working dogs that work in the waterfowl and upland fields. So if you're looking for a versatile dog, nowhere to look other than Double T British Kennels. They've got incredible dogs over there at Double T British Kennels, so go check them out. They're on Instagram. Also, we're brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. Mr. Alex Langbell has spent a lifetime uh, being a first responder, and he has taken everything that he learned in his past career and applied it into gun dogs. He's keeping gun dogs safe all up and down the flyways. He's got a field trauma kit that I think everybody needs. Put it in your car. It's light. It's packable. It's small, but it's packed with good stuff in case you ever find yourself in an emergency. Um, they've also got the quick release system, which I am a big, big fan of. No matter how highly trained your dog is, click them into that quick release system and then you don't have to worry about them. You know, a couple steps here and there. And then before you know it, you got a dog that's out in the kill hole and that is no good for anybody. So check them out. Gundog Outdoors. They've also got uh, check cords that Alec, Alex makes and uh, water bowls, leashes, collars, all sorts of good stuff. Gundog Outdoors. Also, we're brought to you by Shin Gear Waders. Built better is their motto, and I tell you what, they have knocked it out of the park. They have the best waders that are on the market, bar none. It's not even close anymore. The boots are a dream to walk in. The material is tough. It's durable, but it's also breathable and flexible. So when you're out there walking on those early cold mornings, you stay warm, you stay dry, and they've got a guarantee that they will stand behind their product as long as you stand in them. So try them out. And if you have any problems, you just send them back to them. They fix it. They ship it right back out to you in a timely manner. So you're not having to buy two sets of waders for one season. And they have the best vest in the market. They do. They do. They've got a lot of new uh, new equipment up top. They've got a new vest. They've got the, the 60 series that you can wear every day. They've got an over-under. It's a jacket that, that fits nice uh, under your waders so that you're not adding a whole bunch of bulk uh, whenever you're hunting, uh, hunting in their waders. So... Good stuff over there from Shin Gear. Check them out at shingear.com and uh, go ahead and get some stuff ordered headed your way. We're also brought to you by Pacific Calls. My new favorite goose call is the BA Lesser Call. It is a screamer. It is light. It is small. It is fast. And it is loud. I like it a lot. It is incredibly goosey. A good low end on it for, for it being a smaller, uh, shorter call. It's got a hell of a bottom, but you can really rip on it. They've also retooled their speckle belly call. It is the big bore. It's got a BBS spec call is what it is. It's got a bigger bore, easier to blow. The best spec call on the market just got a little bit better. So go check them out at PacificCustomCalls.com. They're also on Instagram. They've got a cool YouTube series. You can go check them out. They got a lot of cool stuff going on up there. PacificCustomCalls.com. And we're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. It is time that you start building that spread of your dreams. August is upon us. It is spread building month. Get you 5, 10, 15, 100 dozen uh, Dive Bomb silhouettes. Get the bags, of course. That way your trailer stays nice and tidy throughout the season. And you will not regret it. It is, uh, it is time you get on the silhouette bandwagon if you have not already. 
And if you're already on the Silhouette bandwagon, well, it's time you order a little bit more. Uh, the bags are incredible. They've also got a kickback system where if you want to uh, lay in the socks, you can lay out there comfortably now. And don't forget about the socks. They've got the, the technology that they use. They've changed the game. Got a spine in it so that you don't have a limp noodle out there on no wind days. Pops up and then it pops down nice and neat, packs up. It's the way to go. Divebombindustries.com, one-stop shop. Also, we are brought to you by the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. New daddy up there. Yeah. Logan Pyatt. Congratulations. Congratulations. Logan Pyatt, new papa. And um, they they are out of the cheek beater studio and onto the train station. Logan figured it was time to grow up and, you know, quit doing it his in his basement. life will never be the same. Quit, quit doing the podcast in his basement. They're great guys. They're hilarious. Uh, I really enjoy them. You can check them out on Patreon. Go to patreon.com. Type in the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast, and there you go. You can sign up for whatever membership uh, you feel appropriate, and then you can get all of the new episodes that they release. Great guys. They're hilarious. And the bourbon review is worth the price of entry. Also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. They're on a different level than everyone else is. They are. If you want to know what the ammunition business is going to do next year, just look at what Boss is doing this year. Copper-plated bismuth. It hits so freaking hard. It's lethal. It's effective. And the the people at Boss are on another level. They're great. Brandon, Zach, Lee, you can call Boss and you can talk to one of the big dogs. I can't even tell if you call any of these other big ammunition factories. Good luck talking to the owner. Uh, they're at all the hunting shows. They're great to talk to. They're very knowledgeable. And their product is all made in America. And it is fantastic. It's all that I shoot. And I believe that's all anybody should shoot. Two and three quarter, three five blend. And let me tell you, you cannot go wrong with that. BossShotShells.com. Call them up. Get all your ammunition delivered right to you. Make your UPS guy hate you for having to carry cases and cases of Boss Shot Shells to your door. But So go check them out at BossShotShells.com. Also, we're brought to you by Lucky Duck, the leader in spinners. Spinning wing decoys, uh, listen, you need them. You're going to love them. It's, it's what you need whenever you're field duck hunting, for sure. You need spinners, and you need several of them. They've also got one of the best blinds that's on the market, the Lucky Duck 2x4 blind, and it is one of a kind. It's durable, and it holds grass well. It's what we hunt out of every single day out here. So go check them out, luckyduck.com. Also, dove season's right upon us, so if you're needing a dove spinner, they've those got are, Those are difference makers. Those. Big time. The, the dove decoys will make or break you. I'm telling you right now, if you want to have a really good dove hunt, have the birds come to you and decoy in, it's just like teal hunting. <clears throat> don't 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 be afraid to try it. It is the way to go. Uh, also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's how we start our day out here at the Big Hunker Lodge every single day, the Missouri Boat Ride Blend, and I like to throw in a little bit of high velocity, get that little extra kick, get my day going on the right foot. Dirty Duck Coffee, you can order it. DirtyDuckCoffee.com, and it'll come straight to your door. I always try to get the big bags. Big bags, that way it lasts a little bit longer. Good stuff, and I, I highly recommend it for all of you coffee connoisseurs out there. Cannot go wrong. They've also got incredible merchandise, good-looking T-shirts, so you can't, you can't go wrong Look, rolling up in a Dirty Duck Coffee T-shirt for your hunt. So check them out, DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Also, we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, maker of the Stanfield Stool. They are a machine fabrication plant. You give them an idea, and they can rock and roll with it. That's how the Stanfield Stool came up. It's what we're going to be sitting on out here 
every day in our Lucky Duck 2x4s. Low profile, but it's also very, very sturdy. Very comfortable. Backrest. be looking for the blind caddy. I think that's still in the works with Alpha Outdoor Specialties. I'll let them explain it whenever it gets released, but it will be nice for people that hunt out of A-frames. Um, but yeah, if you've got an idea on something you want uh, mocked up, fabricated, look them up, Alpha Outdoor Specialties. They're on Instagram, and they just got back from the Delta Waterfowl Convention. So hopefully some of you stopped in and said hello, but they can build whatever you're looking for. Uh, we are also brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. Oh my goodness, the whiskey sour that you can get out of that is just un- otherworldly. It is 90 proof. 45% alcohol by volume. This is not for the faint of heart. Bangtail embodies the select few who believe in hard work and relish in the opportunity to step back to enjoy the fruits of their labor. Whether relaxing for a midweek swaller or communing on the weekend with quality people, Bangtail is sure to provide a truly unique and tasteful experience. Time and time again, with deep southern roots, Bangtail provides a first-class handcrafted whiskey experience. Pour jigger of Bangtail and enjoy. Must be 21 years or older. Also, we're brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. For 85 years, Ducks Unlimited has been putting ducks back into the sky for us duck hunters, ducks and geese. Uh, we also learned on our podcast that we have a Mr. Schusler that 80, 80 to 85 cents out of every dollar that you spend with Ducks Unlimited gets put back into duck habitat so that we can uh, have better hunting up and down the flyways. They do incredible work. Uh, I, I, I beg you, spend a little bit of money with people that have our best interests at heart. Ducks Unlimited is that organization. Check them out at ducksunlimited.com. Become a member, spend a little bit of money, and help us preserve our flyways. Without Ducks Unlimited, we wouldn't have ducks still. No. They saved the ducks. We'd have lost them about 50 years ago. So they do incredible work. They're incredibly smart about what they do, and they're very, very efficient with the money that we send them. So great organization at Ducks Unlimited. Last but not least, we are brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Dove season will be here before we know it. We're getting the lodge in order right now. Uh, do we have any dove dates, Jeff? I have very few dove dates left. i got a couple of weekdays, but you got to have a private party of 20 or more to do, and that's all we have left for dove dates. I've got a little bit of November left. I've got the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday before Thanksgiving, which is a great Ooh, time to boy, hunt. that is a good time. And I do have that available as of right now. I've got a guy who just gave the, message, the, the dates too, so that may be gone in the next five minutes. But Uh-oh. anyways, that's what we got left. Check us out at stanfieldhunting.com or call us at 940-658-3172. And yes, Jeff does answer the phone. Go check out our our YouTube series, The First Family of Waterfowl, four-part series and it has been incredibly positive response to our youtube series first family of waterfowl on the big honker podcast youtube channel uh we hope that you would go check it out next year we're we're going to expand the episode count expand to 11 12 maybe 10 maybe i don't know somewhere in that little sweet spot but uh we've learned a lot it's been a lot of fun we hope that you would go check it out the first family of waterfowl big honker podcast youtube channel all right, boys and girls, this episode of the podcast, it is just Jeff and I. We have not done one of these in a very long time, and a lot of things ramping up. Hunting season's around the corner, football season, uh, dumbass Democrats. We cover it all in this episode, so we hope that you enjoy it. Here we go.
All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Alpha Outdoors, home of the Stanfield Stool. Time to make that ass comfortable and get you a Stanfield Stool for the A-frame. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. Throw that ass in a circle, girl. That's right. What are you writing? Writing down my notes of who, what sponsor and all that stuff. Things Ollie, I, shut the, the fuck up. The things I keep up with. Ollie! Somebody's here. It's He's on UPS. another level. Maybe it's FedEx. He's on another level today. Well, I just found out that he's not. Uh, oh, take your COVID medicine. I got a cold. I've had a cold since we. I think I had the flu. And Tony buys Dayquil. Dayquil. Thank God. I thought he bought generic. What's wrong? There's no difference. That is too. You do not buy generic no, medicine. No, that is generic right there. Daytime. Cold and flu. That's the same shit. What's well, not? Daytime. Look at the difference in color. You don't Daytime. buy Daytime. Gen- it's the same fucking thing. We make too much money to be buying generic fucking medicine. There's no difference. Look at that. Look so, at what it says right there. It's the same as Dayquil, whatever the fuck else. Same ever. as. Yeah, it's bullshit. That's yeah, what they and try. you can save a couple bucks. There's no, there's no shame in being a frugal shopper, Jeff. I buy generic. You don't buy cheap beer and you don't buy cheap medicine. And what, whoa, 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 whoa. what and do you consider cheap beer? Blue beer. It's Coors Light? It's Bud silver. Light. It's silver. Bud Light. If you're Mexican, Bud Light's a staple. I don't mind a good Bud Light every once in a while. You're not going to measure? You're just going to down it? <sighs> That's why you just take a swig. Oh, God, it's horrible. On that lean. Mm. Put some fucking Sprite with it, and you'll be all hooked oh, up. Oh, God, that's nasty. Mm. Cold relief. Daytime cold relief. It's the exact same thing. Well, I don't buy that. So, anyways, I don't think you should buy generic medicine. Why? And cheap beer. And back to the Bud Light deal. Bud Light's <clears throat> blue. Keystone Light is cheap beer. I don't mind Keystone. Well, I know. You don't mind cheap. You fake NyQuil also. Keystone's not bad. Every once in a while. What about natural light? And we're getting into the heart of some of this. A lot of our listeners are some natural light guys. Uh, I'm not going to seek it out. Okay, so you're not intentionally drinking it on purpose. No, uh-uh. That's like uh, uh, nobody has anything else, and I'm totally out, and I might crack it. What about uh, a bush light? Bush light's not bad. Bush light's not but bad. But not preferable either. No, I won't buy it. But, Mc- I mean, at Dive Bomb, when, you know, that, that's what... Whenever I'd go to the beer tent, that's what I'd get. Bush Light. Because all the, the Yankees drink that. That's their beer. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's not bad. What, what about Michelob Ultra? I'm not a Michelob fan. But so I, I like don't play Michelob golf. Ultra. I don't play golf either. That is a golfer's beer, isn't it? Yeah. I never thought about that, but that is a golfer's beer. I'm not a fan. What about Budweiser? Uh, no, that's no. I'd have a natty. We're going to get so much response on all this shit because I'd have a natty over Bud Light. Bud Budweiser. Budweiser's pretty tough. What about Bud Light? It's okay. It's okay. I've become less and less of a beer drinker as the years wear on. I like Blue Moon, uh, Miller Light every once in a while. I drank a Blue Moon in Washington. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. Oh, I love it. Now, I did love not it. realize I had a drink at the house. They had it on tap somewhere we went. I wish I would have had it on tap. Yeah, at the bowling alley. I wish I would have done that. Well, we were bowlers. Let me tell you right now. Go big ahead. Bowlers. Let, let me, big bowlers. Big family bowling tournament. We, we did it two times. Tony is by far the best bowler in our family. I was six inches away from a perfect game. On 18 different frames. I didn't say how many times that <laughs> happened. But each time, I was, I was four to six inches away from having a strike every single time. Except for the gutter balls. Okay. In the second game. Okay. We should, so we bowled one night. We all loved it. It was fantastic. We were like, you know what? We ought to bowl again. 
At one time, we were talking mis- about going that, to Abilene once a month. That was a mistake. Bowl. We should not. We should have just quit while we were ahead, <laughs> and we all kind of wanted to bowl a little bit more. <laughs> Second game, but Jesse summed it up perfectly. The first game, it was later in the evening. We had all been drinking. We were having fun. The second time we bowled was at 11 o'clock in the morning, which is 1 o'clock Texas time. So technically, I could have I could have started drinking. You did drink. And I, later on, when I realized, I, th- I threw two gutter balls right away. I was like, I got to get some liquor in my system. So, um, and then it, it, it became more of a competition because, you know, I bowled like a 275, and then I knew, Shit. Um, I knew, you know, where the bar was, so to speak. And then I did not measure up to the bar the second day. Tony whipped our ass. I think he bowled 150 and 160 or something. I tied him. I tied him quite a bit. You tied him where? Uh, for his fuck, mm-hmm. for the high water mark. I tied Tony. How do you tie when you're 40 pins below? I was the same pins. Me and him were lined up, neck and neck. I've got pictures, I think. Well, good. I want to see what your score was. It was 115. And we tied. No, I think 151 and 115 are not the same. We, if I bowled that, he bowled that. I didn't get a picture of it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't Tony bowled over 150 in his games. He we never all... bowled over 150. The highest he got was 134. No, he did not. He bowled yes. more than that. Yes. Highest he got was 134. No. Anyways, Tony is the family bowling champion. There's no doubt about it. The were you disappointed us, uh, in your bowling? Because it was pretty atrocious. It was horrible. You were talking a lot of shit. I didn't shit. talk a lot of shit because I know I'm not a good bowler. You were talking a lot of shit. No. You I said am, you were going to wipe the floor with no. me. Your whole goal was to beat me, and you didn't that, do it one fucking time. I did say time. that. I did you say didn't that. You didn't do it one time. No. I was, I, well, hold on. Not the first, one time. The first game I did. No. The first day. Yes. No. I did. You're and I told Zach, I said, at least I beat Andy. Full of shit. We were horrible. Absolutely horrible. Stanfields will never be on a bowling team. If they had Family Feud, they could get us on. But if they had a, a family bowling show, we'd never make it. I didn't get. It. I thought I got a picture of it, but I did not. Shelby's ex-wife is a very good bowler. She is. She's a good bowler. Your wife disappointed me because Jesse's a good athlete. I thought she would be a better bowler. She bowled very well. Oh, she did not. She didn't the second day. She did the first day. She beat Shelby both times. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. The Shelby only, only got beat by Tony the first day. The only person. No, mom beat all of them. Oh, mom did. And mom's a horrible bowler, too. She mom took good. it in college. She's not a good athlete. <laughs> Your mom has no athletic skills at all. Zero. Unsuspecting is what she is. <laughs> What's bad? She's fun. It was fun, though. It was a good time. We bowled. Uh, we went to Ocean Shores, Washington, which is on the coast west of Seattle, about two hours, which is only about 60 miles. And... um. A beautiful place. We saw a bear in our backyard the first 15 minutes we were there. We never saw a bear again. That made my trip right there. We got to spend family time together, and we are so blessed, me and Michelle are, to have our kids. Tony and his daughter got to go with us. Payne got to come hang out with us for the weekend. Emily and Josh, um, our niece and her husband, and their two kids come and stayed the day with us on Saturday and Sunday, or Saturday. Friday evening and Saturday. It was a really good time. We had a good time. It was a great vacation. I highly recommend... If you want to go somewhere where there's not a lot of commercial stuff, that's a really good area to go. Yep. Good time. It is. All right, I got something I'm going to read. The weather was nice. The weather was really nice. We stayed around in the 60s most of the time for highs. Got down around 50 at night. Oh, it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Tell you what, I was just looking at this fucking BA lesser call. I like the way it's built. It's thick. Thick. Like a black girl's butt? No, it's just, I, I just love the way that, I just love the Would I get in trouble for making that comment? Because I don't think that's a bad comment. That's a true comment. 
Thick is thick is in style now. So that's all, all right. All, to say the, that. all the white girls are going for the. You know, thick it's booty. crazy. When I was in high school, no girl wanted a thick booty. Everybody wants the thick thighs and the big booty now and the slim waist. But I do. I just I love the way this call runs. Anyway, you were pulling something up. But. Okay, my friend Eric Broton sends us a message every three or four months. He gives me an update from North Dakota. And his, his update is the update from North Dakota crops were very late going in. Small grain harvest will be very limited at the start of early goose season, August 15th. I'd suggest to wait at least a week for, or more for fields to be harvested and allow for more feeding in stubble fields. Some of the early hatch was successful, but gosling numbers were lower two to three per pair. Pairs that had to re-nest had much larger hatches with up to 12 goslings. The larger family groups are on the second hatch and may not be flying to feed on August 15th either. either. The geese that hatched early will definitely be ready to feed in stubble fields August 15th, but those fields will be few and far between, and those family groups will be small. Thank you, Eric, for your update. He said, keep up the awesome podcast. Jeff, you're great. Andy's an asshole, and the best is a good deal. And he, he, was, he was very happy that DU sponsored us. I don't believe that he said that last he, part. He did say that about DU, though. I do believe that. But his no, actual words were, me. whoever at DU that made the decision to sponsor y'all has got a set of balls on him. I'd like to shake his hand <laughs> since y'all aren't politically correct. So I appreciated that. Uh, Somebody sent me. You go ahead. Mikey Soberano messages me. The North Dakota report. And he sent me a picture yesterday from Quivera or Cheyenne Bottoms completely dry. Yeah, did you see the picture of the Platte River? No. Bone dry. Bone dry. That was a week or so ago, though. Yes. So all that rain that we were going to have, that seven to eight inch rain on that band through Kansas did not happen. But it, it rained outside of Amarillo. They had 7.2 inches at Goodnight. Right. I'm trying to find the North Dakota migration report. But, oof, I mean, that's fucking two weeks and people are starting to hunt. I'll tell you what I told another outfitter that we're friends with the other day. You can worry yourself to death on stuff you can't control. Mm-hmm. You can't make it colder. And you can't make it wetter. Nope. You can only do everything you can to help yourself. And that's it. You can't do nothing else. And that's what we're going by. You know, we're going to fill up places we can fill up. And we're going to have our calendar birds here regardless of what happens with the weather. And I firmly believe that. Anything extra is going to be an extra. It's just going to be interesting to see where, where things shift to. That with is what's being dry everywhere. That's a dynamic where, that's going to take place. Where are they going to go? Are they going to go further west into New Mexico, the new, uh, the new hot spot? Sorry, New Mexico people, but I mean, it is. That's exactly right. Are they going to go further west? Are they going to shift east? Are they going to stay north? Are they going to stay in Colorado? I'm assuming Colorado's dry. If, if Nebraska's dry, where Blake is, parts of Colorado, eastern Colorado's got to be dry, I would assume. Well, first of all, it's August 5th. I told Steve Barber this today on the phone. He's like, God dang, we need some rain. It ain't supposed to rain until next Monday. It is August. It ain't <laughs> supposed to rain. July and August are not supposed to have rain. Any rain you get in July and August is a bonus. I think our average rainfall in July is about one and a half inches of rain. And August is probably two and a half inches of rain. And that's going on the years that you got 15 inches of rain because a hurricane sticks stalls out somewhere over here. Right. So Blake is there. So, yep. yeah, he's in the drought. Yeah, until you get to North Dakota... There, there's a drought everywhere. North Dakota, eastern Kansas, eastern Nebraska is green. But everything from us north is just like we are. Right. And, and I told Steve today, I said, we have irrigated crops here. 
Mm-hmm. And places that have irrigated crops are going to be good. But if we don't start getting some moisture pretty soon, there ain't going to be a lot of wheat this year either. But I mean, do they do they go? Do, Who knows? Basically, if you get if you get past Nebraska south, there's a you could stay in this little corner of Kansas and southeast Nebraska. You could stay there, maybe. I I don't even, know. Even even New Mexico is dry. There's going to be some place out there. It's going to get a freak rain like Goodnight did the other day, and they got. Seven and a half inches of rain. I have no idea what their situation is on water. I don't know if they have playa lakes there. Some of that shit outside of Amarillo, you couldn't hold a cup of water if you put plastic on the ground. I mean, right. it's bad. So that might be a place that typically is going to hold water that flooded for three weeks and it's going to be gone. You know, so <clears throat> I don't know. But there's going to be some place out there right now that's dry. It's going to get a we're going to get a tropical storm or we're going to get a front that stalls out and going to get a seven, eight inch rain. It's going to fill up some water holes. And those places are going to be covered up with ducks and geese this year. I have no idea where it's at. Nobody else does either. There's going to be places that don't have calendar birds. We have calendar birds, and that's an advantage that we're having this year. Places that don't have calendar birds, there's some in places may not get birds all year long. Right. There's going to be people around scouting, and they're like, what the hell's going on here? Where we hunting out of Oklahoma is not a calendar bird place. It's crazy that it's just got us in orange. Yeah, we're not in as bad shape as everybody else is. I don't know who the hell they're, they're, they haven't drove around out here and looked. Severe drought. But it's an exceptional drought between us and Lubbock. Yes. So. And, and you know, the places like Amarillo, Toby and them get water holes in town. Those right. are going to have some birds. Lubbock. Derek and them got water out there. They're going to be okay. Or they should be to a degree. But I don't know what kind of situation they are with crops. You know, back there's many years that they've made a living off of Milo. Late Milo they put in after it gets held out. Well, I don't think that's happening either. Does anybody have an answer for this right here? What? Vegas. The water at what Vegas? What are they gonna do? It's gonna they're gonna have to close it down. Close Vegas down? Yep. You can't fucking do that. It's a big metropolis. How many ghost towns did you hear back in the eighteen hundreds? I understand we're talking about but it's millions not the of 1800s. people. Eighteen hundreds. We're we're fucking twenty twenty two. I'm telling you, you can't just close down Vegas. I'm telling you right now, twenty forty. If things don't change dramatically in the next three they're years, already out of water. Las Vegas is going to be completely shut down. Wow. People are laughing their ass off right now, and I don't give two shits anyways. Most of y'all know that anyways. By 2040, Vegas is going to be a ghost town if we don't have some rain chances. Lake T- if, I was in the, the, if I was in the casino business in, Ve- in Vegas, I'd be buying my shit in Lake Tahoe and moving everything up there. This says two days ago, Las Vegas Reservoir could last around 50 more days is all. Yeah, they're not going to get no rain. I don't understand. And then, to, same thing, Lake... Rain helps Lake Mead rise three inches. People, people ask, can Las Vegas ever run out of water? Go down and click on that and see what it says. I'm going to say hell yes. Away with your water rights while Las Vegas run out of water. Less than 50 That's Las days. Vegas, New Mexico, Andy. Hey. But you did, still, there's your town right there that's got 10,000 people maybe in it. Las Vegas. Well, there's your answer on New Mexico. Why? Because Las Vegas is not very far from Red River. What's it, 70 miles away? That's how dry it is out there. Uh, Will Las Vegas run out of water? That's 2020. Cora says it's unlikely. Well, I don't know who the hell Cora is, but I don't think Cora's been there lately. I'm trying to find a recent article. When, When me and Mom got married out there, we flew out there on July 3rd or July 4th. I can't remember. We got married on the 4th, but I don't remember. It's our first or second day. Anyways, we fly, We were flying over Lake Mead. And at that time, you couldn't see no white around it. 
Lake Mead. Lake Mead. Now you go and there's a big white dome all down it where and it's just gone down and down. And every year we've went and we haven't been to Vegas like we used to go three or four times a year. And now you go out there and shit, there's there's no water at all. I, I don't know what they're gonna do. The one I don't understand why our government, instead of sending all that fucking money to Ukraine, don't get some desalination plants and put them all along the Pacific Ocean and take some of that water and pump it into there. Or how about this bright idea? We were just at the Columbia River. How hard would it be to build a pipeline from from up north and send it down to Vegas area into Phoenix? How much water goes in the Pacific Ocean, that fresh water that we could use? Right. Trillions of gallons a day probably. In the past two decades, Lake Mead has dropped a startling 180... 80 feet due to ongoing mega drought made worse by climate change and the rapid growth of the city and agriculture in the Southwest Southern Nevada, though it has take, it has beaten the odds by cutting its overall water use by 26% while also adding a three quarters of a million people to the population since 2002. This says that every ounce of water that gets used in a hotel casino gets reused. It goes back in we put it back into Lake Mead. You could literally leave every faucet on, every shower running, and every hotel, and it won't consume any more water. That doesn't account for anything. Yeah, like uh, evaporation, evaporation, which is a lot worse than what they use in anyways. No, they won't run out of water by using it. They're going to run out of water because of evaporation. Right, right. You know, they can't, they can't stop that. You, know, you remember when we had our drought in 11, 12, and 13, the city of Wichita Falls put a kind of some kind of skim or something at Lake Arrowhead to keep evaporation down. Mm-hmm. They were down to seven or 8% and then we got the rain and everything filled up. So there's some things that you can do to try to help the, 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 the evaporation, but Vegas is a serious deal and it's been that way for a long time. But looking like, look in California, they drain them fucking lakes all the time. Right. And then they run out of water and then they want to blame everybody else. Well, I don't know that they're where I don't, I don't, I really believe that we're seeing a, just a cycle. There, there's not as much. One volcano erupting is going to put more stuff in the atmosphere than any kind of pollution we can put in mm-hmm. for hundreds of years. So I don't really think it's the America. I don't think it's the, the people that are causing this. I just think we're in a warm cycle. You know, unfortunately, but I don't know the answer and nobody else has the answer either. It's like abortions. You know, there's not a right or a wrong answer. That's a personal decision. You know, I don't want to pay for them. You want to get an abortion, knock yourself out. But don't expect me to pay for them. I don't know. This is saying that they've got, there's no plan in place, but evidently they're saying that they're not going to run out. Having all those people out there is not going to speed anything up. I don't, I don't buy that. Well, they reuse all the water. Okay, they, they just had how much rain the other day? They flooded the other day. How much of that water did they recoup? Oh, I don't know. I mean, they just flooded. They were. It they just were, said. It said the one other article said Lake Mead was up three inches from all that rain. Up three inches. That ain't much on a lake that's that big. Let me see. They've they've got a serious issue. There's no doubt. But ignoring it ain't gonna make it better. I, wh- wh- what's wrong with having desalination plants at the Pacific and popping it back over? Are we, is it money? I guess. Okay, we got money to send to freaking Ukraine to, to 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 launder whatever we're doing. Why don't we use that money? That's what I mean. There's so many things in our country. We could all the all the vegetables you could grow in the middle of Nevada, you know, in the summertime. Sunday, the top of the lake was at that above sea level. Five days ago, 
It didn't even come up a foot. Didn't even come up a foot. Yeah. Came up three inches, like it says, quarter of a foot. That's terrible. That was with all that rain. Because Vegas was flooding, right? Right. Yeah, that's not good. Not looking good. Now they're finding all these bodies and all these cars. Seeing the old mafia days. Are you there. shocked? Wonder if that's where. Wonder if they're going to find old uh, Hoffa. Hoffa out no, there. No, he's in Giant Stadium. Not according to the Irishman. Where was he at there? I don't remember, but it ain't Giant Stadium. I thought it was it. Mm mm. That's a good. He movie. got shot in like Ohio or something, according to that one fella. But he might be full of shit, though. He was trying to sell a book. It's a good movie. Very good mm-hmm. movie. Very, very good movie. Old Dago movies and old Bobster movies are the best. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Casino, all them things in the Vegas movies are really, really good. Vegas used to be kind of a magical place. Now it's not no more. To me, it's just an adult. Disneyland? It's kind of basically that's out of control. I've never found it magical. But back... Well, it's because in your whole life that you could go there, it's not the same as it used to be. It used to be a place of, uh, I don't know what magical is the word, just a... Debauchery? Well, but it was a classier debauchery than it is now. Mm, yeah. I mean, it was. Back then, you know, guys wore suits and jackets everywhere. The ladies dressed up. You had a you had a star on the stage all the time. Right. Now you don't. You got washed out stars. You got washed up stars. You got, yeah. You got Wayne Newton. But when you were going back in the day, you saw Elvis Presley in his heyday. You saw Dean, uh, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, people that were still real popular... And it was every casino was owned by a different group of guys. It wasn't a, it was better. Vegas was better when the mob was running it. Why? I just think it's gotten too corporate. You go to a place now and they've got 15,000 hotel rooms and it's owned by MGM. You know, they own a third and then Sheldon Adelstein owns a third of the deal and then Harris owns another third or Caesars Entertainment. And you got three or four big players out there and that's it. There's no comps like they used to. You used to be able to sit down at a blackjack table and if you was playing fifty dollars a hand, they'd comp you everything. Right. You know? Um they they now comp- you don't get that anymore. Not you, don't like get they, that, you don't get that preferential treatment. I, you're either a high, high, high roller. You know, me and mom used to go out there and they the limo would pick well, you've been out there with us, and limo picks us up and we had a suite upstairs and you know, hell that one suite we had that one time you could play a damn football game in it. And they just you, to be at that level, I think you got to be spending some major, major dough. Hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah. not just a couple you grand here and there. No, once in a while. you got to lose a lot of money to stay there. And there are some people still get comps out there, but it's not like it used to be. But but they were all in competition against each other. Right. You know, now they're all owned by the same thing, and they use a point system where the pit boss, you'd say, "Man, I'd like dinner tonight." Okay, he'd write you a piece of paper and get you. You go in there, and you and your mom, you and me and Michelle go have a steak dinner. That's like a mob move, though. What? It's like getting shit under the table. Well, yeah, that's a cool way to do it. That's what made Vegas pretty cool. Yeah. You you weren't important, but they made you feel like you were important. Right. You know, you're just a fat fucker from Knox City, Texas, but they made you feel like you were somebody. Mm-hmm. Now they make you feel like a fat fucker from Knox City, Texas. <laughs> well, you got fourteen. You can get you a Subway or a Blimpy sandwich here Uber. and a Coke. They got Uber right out there. That's where everybody's going to. What is going on with Alex Jones? He's declared bankruptcy. I have no idea. I don't keep up with him. I don't know what's happened, but like I think the people from Sandy Hook are suing him. I don't because he said that it wasn't. He said it was a false flag, and then from what I've read, which is not much because I've been away, he declared he 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 filed for bankruptcy so that they couldn't get all of his money. When I tell you, when I tell you, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. I can tell you the same conversation I've had with some people that you know about Sandy Hook. 
Same with Uvalde. And Alex every Jones other. concedes Sandy Hook attack was 100% real. Okay. I tell people that's, I've had people tell me, that's not even true. It didn't happen. I believe it happened. There are people that have lost their children. Mm-hmm. I was not in the building. I don't know, but I think it's real. Do I think they were maybe set up by our government or somebody? Yes, I do. I, I believe there's some of that goes on, but people lost their children in that shit. And so I'm never going to say it didn't happen and disrespect anyone like that. Right. So I'm not going to get on here and say, oh, I, I believe him. You know, that wasn't real. I, I think it was real. Now, I think someone was planted to do that shit. Uvalde is the total, total, total fuck up by all administration. The cops, I've seen, we've all seen them videos. It makes me sick. I deal with police officers all the time, and they're the best guys in the whole world. I, I'm big on the blue, and I'm embarrassed for them police officers that were there, and I'm embarrassed for my buddies that are police officers because I know they're embarrassed about this, and I know a bunch of highway patrolmen that listen to this because I know a lot of them. Did you see the guy that got <clears> turned <throat> around? He was trying to go into the door. And his wife was yes. the one that got shot, and they turned him around. Yeah, well, they'd have had to shoot me if one of y'all was in there. But it just would have taken one strong personality in that town to change that. Right. You know, and that's that's obviously they don't have it. They've It's just a screwed up deal. And then it makes me sick to see Beto get on and all this shit he's going to do. He's a fucking twat. If you vote for Beto, turn my podcast off and don't ever listen to me again. That's how strongly I feel about that ch- chicken shit. Ugh. Apparently they're suing him for $150 million for spreading falsehoods about the attack. I don't understand the don't freedom of speech, how they can do that. Right. Jones is the only person testifying in his own defense. His attorney asked him if he now understands it was absolutely irresponsible to push the false claims that the massacre didn't happen and that no one died. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was saying that nobody died. I don't, I don't know. You can lie about everything, though, but there are certain people get grilled on it. But I guess it's the same, same with, uh, oh, what's the old fat black lesbian's name on The View? Whoopi? Yeah. She's getting, she got sued by that kid, uh, the kid in Wisconsin. Oh, right. And had right. to make a formal yeah, apology. Yeah, that's like a 20... defamation of character type deal. He's not defaming anybody. Well, he's saying those people are lying about their kids getting killed. Right. Maybe that's, that's pretty sorry. That yeah, I don't know. I mean, I you're know. a sorry, sorry bitch if you're going to get there and say your kid got killed and he didn't. Sure. Yeah. You know, I don't know anyone. That but did... I guess he was saying that everybody was actors that was involved in the Sandy Hook deal. I, yes. I don't pay attention to Alex Jones. I listened to him a couple times on Joe Rogan. I think he's fascinating. He's a very smart guy. I don't listen to his show. I don't really subscribe to him. But when I went back to this search engine, it was talking about how he is now. Uh, claim, and he now says that the Sandy Hook massacre was, was real. Do you think he's a smart guy? Because I do. Very smart. Very yeah. smart. To, just to be able to have that amount of knowledge about so many different things, just at the tip of your at the tip of your tongue, I couldn't even remember the fucking the Russian massacre that happened when we were talking about why I couldn't even remember the name of it, and I still don't remember the fucking name of it. Well, I don't but, say this very often, but you're a pre, you're a pretty smart guy too, because you talk about a lot of things in here. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that shit. My memory has gone to shit since starting the podcast. There's too much information in there now. Wait till I, you get older. And I can't. I used to I used to be able to quote movies. I used to be able I was the one liner. One liners from every movie. Fuck. Not anymore. I've got too much shit rattling around in here cuz I've talked to too many people since then. But it's it's and then you got kids and they talk all day long and you're trying to process Your kids do for you're sure. You're trying to process what they say and then <laughs> there's just too much shit run, running around in here. What do you think about uh dipshit Kevin Costner 
He was, uh, going out for Liz Cheney. Who? I mean, who, who cares? Who thought he wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, who cares though? He's a Democrat. Yeah, that's exactly right. He he supports Peter Pete Buttigieg. I'm right. thinking the more I'm thinking more about this. There's no there are no consequences in politics. Everything's everything is ironed out. Mm-hmm. This release from the from the Supreme Court justices was done so the Democrats could win some midterm seats. That's all it was the about. Abortion thing. Yes, that was all that was about. Because people are voting with their emotions that these poor women they did are in being, Kansas. It did. That's right. Because that's eighty percent or seventy percent Republican voters. Now, I know some women that are Republicans that probably feel like they're getting cheated by not having this right to have an abortion. But I don't they're not understand even going to have an abortion. Bingo. It doesn't that's, even make that's, any fucking sense. That's, I, I'm with you, a hundred percent on this. People but, that aren't going to have an abortion are voting about abortion rights. But the but the Democrats are not going to talk about Ukraine. They're not going to talk about inflation. They're not going to talk about baby formula, the rising cost of food, the shortages of food. They're not going to talk about the drought. Hunter Biden. Every, Hunter Biden. None of that shit's going to get Taiwan, brought up. Taiwan, China. The border. None of that shit. All they're going to talk about is abortion. They're going to plead to those women that's like, listen, if you get raped or you have incest, you know, if you accidentally sleep with yeah, your cousin. if you accidentally sleep with your cousin at 35 and, fucking years old. And you get knocked up, then you can't have an abortion. No, you can have an abortion. You can move to Kansas now and have an abortion if you want to. You know, let's be honest about it. You can go have an abortion if you want to. You just got to go to the, the place that has them. But you know what? That's going to be a pain in your ass. Mm-hmm. Just like that unwanted pregnancy because you were too lazy to use. First of all, you're too lazy to give someone a blowjob or you're too damn lazy to freaking use a pill. That's the bottom line. You know, everybody sitting in their car hearing this thing. Oh, I can't believe you said that. That's true. You know, blowjobs. Nobody gets pregnant from a blowjob. Those, 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 but they're playing on these poor women on this deal. 96% of all abortions are nothing more than an excuse for birth control. Right. 96%. We went over the numbers a hundred times. It's a hoopsie. That's right. It's 96%. They don't want to have to go out of state because it's going to be a pain in their ass. Well, if they wouldn't have got knocked up, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be in that situation either. There's not that many people are, ha- are getting raped by their uncle Fester. Right. It just don't happen. I was talking to somebody not long ago, and they were talking about their wife, who is... In their 40s. And the, uh, the abortion thing really irked her. She also drives a fucking SUV. I'm like, does the gas prices, that doesn't, that doesn't piss you off every time? You're 45 fucking years old. The odds of you needing a, a, an abortion are next to nothing. But you fill up your fucking Suburban once a week. Like, that doesn't piss you off at all? You're not worried about... People the, are stupid. You're not worried about the shit going on at the border. You're not worried about the cover-up with Hunter Biden. You're not worried about Pelosi. And all of her crooked dealings. But the abortion thing, that's what's going to sway you to vote for a Democrat. Yeah, of all people, anti-Americans, I hate Americans, but we're worried because you can't have an abortion. First and of you all, don't even need one. No, you don't even, right. She's not going to have to have an abortion. Did but you, that's, that's the issue she's going to, that's, that's what's going to push her over. Did you see the guy from California, what he said about it? Mm-mm. The greatest 30 seconds ever. You have to, I think it's Andrew Gates is his name. Or, well, I can't remember the. He, oh, I think so. it was excellent. Oh, he talked about fat people. Oh, did you? He? Oh, God, it was funny as shit. Right. I, think I, I, think I do he remember He said, have you that. been to an abortion rally? These women abortion, they ain't got to worry about anybody raping them anyways. You know, they're going to go march. Well, good. Maybe they should march. You know, be good for them to walk a mile every day. And he's right. Matt. Matt Gates. Uh. I really did enjoy vacation because I did not watch the news at all while we were gone. I mean, y'all told me about Vegas flood, and I didn't even know about it. I can't find it. But I, I am so sick and tired of these one-agenda voters. I mean, they don't give a shit about everything else. Your kid cannot go to school 
because there might be a guy in your daughter's bathroom because it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're worried about maybe you being 50 years old having an abortion. Yeah, let's get let's get men out of women's prison and men out of out of women's bathrooms, and maybe that'll cut down on some of the rape problems that we're seeing. Yeah, let's give that one a let's give that one a gander. But they don't even talk about that, you know. Mm-hmm. But now I can't find Joe Biden support. and them. All of a sudden, now that all the, the the Mexicans and Hispanics are voting Republican, now they want to stop the inflow coming into our country. Oh yeah. Right, you know, and that and that's the problem. Now, I saw where two more busloads landed in DC today, and that mayor's just upset. Said, but he will not come see the border. No, no, no. They're not. They're not even worried about him no more. Now, they're, the mayor of DC come out and said, "You don't I'm understand. Sorry. We got seven or eight thousand people here." Greg Abbott said, "Yeah, we get twenty thousand a day here. Right. <laughs> Deal with it. You know, y'all want all this shit. I say, take them to Martha's Vineyard, park, park them fuckers right next to Barack Obama's house that the rising sea is going to come eat up in the next two years from Al Gore." You know, and park them right there next to him and build a fucking shop for him. Put him a tent city up in Martha's Vineyard, Nantucket, you know, Chatham, Massachusetts. That whole area right there with all them liberal fucks, flood it with them damn immigrants. That's what I don't understand. Because you see like the Plymouth Rock, the, the high water mark yeah. from whenever they landed. And then like you've got all these other things that have not changed in 300 years, but it's going to rise seven or eight inches over the course of when. Do you think insurance companies are crooked? Well, I did hear that if, if rising sea levels were a problem, you wouldn't be able to insure your house That's in what Miami. my point was. Do you, do you think they're pretty smart, though? They're pretty, they, yeah. They know what they're making money. Have you, have you heard of an insurance company going out of business yet? No. Kind of like colleges. Right. Well, that's right. They wouldn't keep insuring these high-rise places in Miami and anywhere else that they're building along the coast if they really were worried in six years that MC was going to raise six foot. This guy... I like him. Dan Pena. Hold on. Let me see if it'll play. Do you support Trump? Yep. Okay. I was one of the first endorsers, public endorsers, of President Trump. Do you buy Trump too? And are you on the horizons? Thank you for asking that question. I have the answer, though. Let me finish. I have the answer. Let me finish. Well, thank you for the question. Yeah. Okay. Now you're full of shit. Sit down. I'm gonna answer you. I'm gonna ask you. Shut up and shut up and sit down. No way. Sit down. No. No. I gotta finish my question. I'm gonna answer that. Joe Rogan on his show, and he said in his infinite wisdom, and uh, Joe, if you hear this, I thank you for the opportunity to be on your show. He said that in 25,000 years, it's most likely not going to be a problem. Now, my direct answer to your question. If that were really true, would you believe? Now, let's just for a moment say that it is true. That means that the best scenario vis-a-vis global warming is about 10 feet raising water. That's the best scenario over the next 40, 50 years. That's the best scenario. The worst scenario is about 100 feet. So let's just take the 10 feet. If the water on the planet is going to rise up 10 feet, that means the southern part of the United States is gone. England is gone. Most of Europe is gone. And I go, uh, most of Central America is gone. Okay. If that's the case, let's just take Florida, for example, which is one of the fastest growing condominium, beachfront condominiums on the planet. In the prospectus, when you invest, there should be, in the footnotes, if global warming is for real, they will put it that way, global warming happens, 
and water rises 10 feet, this investment you made is fuck all. Now one single investment prospectus written since 2000, this century, has alluded to global warming. Now one motherfucker, <laughs> if it were really true, the banks wouldn't invest. The banks wouldn't finance. Now one motherfucking condominium. He's right. So the people that have the money, and I'm, I'm jealous of the vice president, Gore, which Sean and I rode on a plane from South America with a few years ago. I'm jealous he came up with a scam before I did. <laughs> because the financial institutions, the banks of this world know it's not going to happen. That's right. That's oh. true. But I mean, but just you, follow the money. But you can't convince these stupid liberals of that shit. Mm-mm. There was a guy in Washington getting gas. I pulled up and got gas. And I was getting gas. And this guy, I asked him, I said, it was $6.08 a gallon. I was like, God almighty. I said, you know, I said, we're paying less than, we're $2 less a gallon than y'all are here. I said, That's crazy. Yep. I said, don't that piss you off? Oh, oh it is what it is. Yeah, it's because all your fucking, you just keep voting fucking blue all the damn time. Mm -hmm. You know, that's all this is about, you know? And I said, but y'all want to take claim now for Joe Biden when gas goes down 10 cents a gallon, but it's gone up $3 a gallon. Right. That's like traded in them fucking stimulus checks. You got $1,600. You're going to spend $3,000 extra in fuel and and, and heat your home this year. The people on the Northeast coast, them liberal loving fuckers up there in Massachusetts and New York State or, or New York City because upstate New York is not that way. And I shouldn't even say that about Massachusetts because when you get outside of the big cities, everybody's just like we are. Those people are going to pay to be warm this summer, this winter, mm-hmm. out the fucking teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, we can build fires at our house. I got a wood burn stove. You got a fireplace. They can't build fires up there? Most of those houses are, got, are heating oil. That's oh. how they heat most of their houses. It gets cold up there, real cold, bone chilling cold. Yeah. But I would be doing more They're and more to do it. wood burning stuff. They're not. They would when they fill up that deal. When we're up there in October every year, I see those heating oils come up. Those trucks come up, and they're pumping in a thousand gallons. It can cost you five, six thousand dollars come mid October to heat your house for the winter. If that's the only time you got to fill it up, yeah, it's a big expense. Know. It's all fucked. It's all fucked. Every bit of it, top to bottom, for the next two years. And now I'm telling you what. Um, they said Pennsylvania is going to let you do the mail-in voting again. I don't have any fucking. Con- I don't have any faith no. that it's going to change anything it, when the fucking not. midterms come. No, they're going to cheat. That's like, the Democrats cheat all the time. I guess they put uh, Arizona was a big win for the, uh, Trump yesterday. That Carrie Lake chick won, and that was a big win for Arizona. And they said there were still sixty thousand votes in that in, in Phoenix area that come up fraudulent that was against her. So they've tried to cheat, and she still won. Right. The wow. deep state hates us. They hate Americans. They hate us. They hate us. They hate us. They want to buy all of our land. They want to control the food. They want to do everything. Bill Gates, we know he's on Epstein's list, but they don't ever bring that up. Um, so you saw the recent uh, uh, news out of Miami? About? The, the, the owner of the Dolphins. The, the, for tampering? Yes. Yes. What is it? Six games, one point five million, or eight games? It was through September or October seventh or some shit. I can't remember. Now, what it. are Six they weeks. trying to? What are they trying to accomplish there? The motherfucker. He he could probably watch it on his yacht and be a lot more comfortable than going to that shitty ass Hard Rock Stadium. 
1.5 million. What's, what's that guy's name that you like that's on Instagram? It's got all the hot chicks. Dan Bilzerian? Dan Bilzerian does not have the life Stephen Ross has. No. No. If you own an NFL franchise, Jerry Jones, if his wife died tomorrow, and I'm not saying Jerry Jones has ever stepped out of his marriage with his wife because I'm not doing that, even though there are some rumors around Wichita Falls. Mm-hmm. But they did have training camp there many years yes. ago. But if he did, he was single tomorrow, he would be have a 23-year-old 10 by Thursday at 8 a.m. if he wanted. Mm-hmm. So Stephen Ross could be somewhere else and watch the game and be on the phone with the general manager. I don't see why these guys that own these teams think they need to be in that much control. Right. Enjoy the team, own the team, and, 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 and pump some money into it. Let the guys do it. Be successful. The most successful owners in the league are the ones that leave people alone. Right. Green Bay Packers ownership. They haven't won very many Super Bowls, but they're good every year. Every year. Every but nobody year. owns them either. No, and that's that helps. I think you don't have one guy trying Not to one person with his with his selfish, no. with his selfish ideas. No, Seattle's been good for a long time. Now they're going to suck this year probably. And they've done a horrible job, and some their drafting has not been real good the last couple of years. But Robert they were good. Kraft. They were good for a long time. Who who owns the the? It's the Microsoft guy. It's not Gates. It's the other guy. I think owns owns what the uh, Seahawks. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name, but that's the other guy that owns them. I can't think of his freaking name. Right Paul now. Allen. Paul Allen. Hey, don't bother them. No, you don't hear him. Robert Kraft. He leaves Belichick alone. Do you're the coach? Do, do what you got to do. You know, I'm paying you. Go. The Pittsburgh Steelers, good every year, just about. Go play. They 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 don't mess with them, right? You know, and so those are the ownership qualities that you need. But now Stephen Ross is saying, "Oh no, I was just kidding, talking about tanking." He was going to give the players. They didn't do nothing grand. to him for that though. I know because he said he was just kidding. Right, but that, but when is that a defense? If somebody breaks the law. And they come in and they see you and it's like, oh, I was just kidding. When I gave him that note to rob the bank, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Yeah. Well, that ain't gonna work. I mean, is that not like? But these guys are thirty. Just joking. Thirty-two billionaires own these teams, right? Thirty-two guys that do are, what they that used, are used to, be to the getting boss. what they want. Yes. And do you blame them for tampering? No. If you owned an NFL team and your team had a chance to go get Sean Payton, well, they Tom got Brady. they got who they wanted, which was Tua, tanking for Tua. But I don't. But they wanted Tom Brady. No, no, no. That's not when they were tanking, though. When they were trying to lose games, it wasn't for Tom Brady. Oh, right. No. But it, it the was, tampering, the thing that got him in trouble was, was reaching out to Tom, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, exactly. And Sean Payton. And Sean Payton. I don't understand the Sean Payton deal. I don't mm-hmm. think he's that great a coach. Do you? He's a. He's. A, that he's you answered. Above, it. You answered it right there yeah, already. I mean, he's he's a good coach. You he, answered it. He's ten and seven, twelve and yeah. five. Yeah. That's what you're going to get with Sean Payton. Is that a good? But that's what I'm saying, though. Let's just not knock you down. It's Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Same thing. Mike McCarthy. Same same thing all over again. Right. You know, Sean Payton had Drew Brees. Right. A great yes. defense. Thank you, Greg Williams. Yeah. Dirty motherfucker. But but that's what they had. Fuck. And then one a Super Fuck Bowl. Fuck Greg Williams. Cox. But you're going to do whatever it takes Dirtiest to win. Dirtiest fucking DC in the game. That's right. Fuck but he, him. But he was there to win the game. Fuck what he did to Favre. He should be put in prison for uh, what he did. No, Fuck he shouldn't. Him. Yes, game. he should. No. It's a game. Fucking cheap shots. It's football. It's cheap shots. They were, w- w- the whole thing that they were trying to do to Far was to take him out of the game. Yeah. With Terry Bradshaw. And hurt him. That's what they used to do all the time. And hurt him. Yeah. There's no sense in fucking ruining the guy's life. Did you see poor Favre's leg after that fucking game? Roger Staubach, same way. Jeff. They all do that. Greg that was normal. Williams. I'm not saying he's a good guy. Ass. He's a He's a cheap 
Cheap. Uh, okay. He's a cheap. He, he had his guys take cheap shots. Okay. But cheap the, but, shots. But that's football. It's part of it. No, it's not the same cheap as shots. brushing back, throwing it a batter. Cheap deal. Cheap shots. Okay. But integrity of the game. But that's right. Integrity of the game. There is no integrity. You're there to win. At that level, it's about winning. I'm going sh- to show you some of the nasty things Greg Williams done. I know what he did. I don't have to see it all. I know he was a che- he was he was, was what he done the bounty bowl and shit was bad. But I'm saying that's part of sports. So with Stephen Ross, who we were talking about earlier, he's doing everything he can to get an upper hand. That's part of football. Do yes. You, do you think but when um, I've not seen that? What are the details? When did he reach out to Sean Payton and, and Tom Brady? I, had, I didn't even look it up because I don't, don't care. I don't care. But if I, Tom Brady would have went to Miami, I wouldn't have cared. That would have been a cool story, though, because if he would have went to Tom Brady, I mean, to Miami and won a Super Bowl, then that would have been ex- that would have been just an exclamation point. They said that that's all he's got to do. Is go, go to like go to Miami, win it there, and ride off into the sunset. Because if you can win it there, you're the greatest. No, and I already think he's the greatest. So, but Who, who's the second best quarterback ever? I think Peyton Manning is. Because he was like a, he was like having a professor on the field. I hated watching. Peyton. I can't stand him. I hated. And Ryan Fox knows with, I can't with stand the, him with the audibles. Yes. And it, 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 it was boring to watch. Yeah, like I can watch other teams take take the take the play clock down to one or two. And it doesn't bother me. He's a maestro. But, at but it. when I watched Peyton Manning, I was like, oh, snap the fucking football! This is brutal to watch. I hated watching him. So me being biased, I'd say no, not him. Who would you say? Well, I mean, what are you going? What's the metric here? Is it Super Bowl? Second greatest quarterback ever. Tom Brady is the first quarterback. I don't care who you are. Teddy Espinosa in our town of Knox City hates him, and he tries to think it he's not even a top ten quarterback. Everybody else thinks Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback ever. He's the goat. I mean, he is. You can say what you want about whoever it is. You can break down film, do whatever you want to. He's the greatest. So, who's the second greatest? If Rodgers wins a third consecutive MVP, I'm going to say it's him. He's in the conversation. If I don't Rodgers with with this receiving core. If Rodgers yeah. pull off, so yeah. pulls off the three-peat, he's second. If Lazard is healthy this year, Lazard will have the same numbers Devontae Adams did. I don't know You watch. That. You watch. But it's going to be interesting to see. And Lazard's going to cash in. It's going to be interesting. Just like everybody else that those good quarterbacks right. made, made popular. Jordy Nelson went, and he wasn't what he was with the Packers. It's, Greg Jennings was not what he was. Now, granted, they're older whenever they leave these teams. Those guys got made a lot of money because they're quarterbacks. Vasante Shanka with Brett Favre. That was the biggest. So, how about Darius s- Thomas with Pittsburgh? I mean, with uh, Denver at Peyton Manning. Right. Yeah. You know, he was a. You where, know. where did he go? He went to the Jets after that, though, didn't he? I can't remember. And then they had the tight end. The tight end that was just out of this world went to the Jacksonville and didn't do shit. Oh, yeah, the big guy. And I can't yep. remember his name either. Uh, Jul- Thomas, wasn't it? Julius Thomas? Julius Thomas. But that happens all the time. So we're going to see this year. If Rodgers can pulls off, if he pulls off the three-peat, he's number two on the list. Okay. Um, I think John Elway, game time, was one of the greatest. He was good. He was really good. And he was a different era of football. Right. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see a guy like Steve Young or John Elway play in today's football game. I think you see Steve Young and Lamar Jackson. I think Steve no, Young Lamar was a Jackson's thrower. a whole lot. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Steve ja- Steve Young was a whole lot better quarterback. Yes, Lamar Jackson is a phenomenal runner. Steve Young was the best running back on San Francisco's team every year. Lamar Jackson added twenty five pounds this offseason. Well, he's gonna need it. I don't know what that's. I just think he's gonna be easier to hit now. Yeah, I don't. I Steve Lamar Jackson is a great fantasy quarterback, but I do not want him to be my NFL quarterback. 
If I owned a franchise, he would not even be one of the top ten guys I would take because I don't think he's ever going to win when it counts because he can't throw the ball. And Kyler Murray. The same way. God bless him. They're stupid to give him that money. Four-hour independent study clause. Well, they took it out now. You don't put that in there if there's not a problem. No, there's a big problem, and but you're stupid that, that, to sign it. That's just not something that you're like, you know, let's just throw this in there. Because he could have, from what I understand, the whole contract could have been voided if he did not meet up to that four-hour study clause. Why do they think they had to pay him that kind of money? I don't know. I, I don't understand. I guess he was Lamar Jackson, out. I will give him this. He's playing on himself yep. like Dak did. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem right now is, or not problem, the, the player has an advantage now because there's a lack of good quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. There's more now than there were three or four years ago. But there's still, there's not 32 really good quarterbacks. So that player's got a little bit of a, a leverage. I mean, look at Carson Wentz. No, I would Matt Ryan's 37 freaking years old and he's got a big contract. I would disagree with you. I think there's tons of good quarterbacks out there. There's not 32 of them. There's 25. That's right, but that's not 32. There's 32 teams. But has there ever been 32 great quarterbacks? Um, back in the day when football was a lot more a simpler, where you ran the ball, you know, two of the three downs all the time, I think that the quarterback game was pretty level. It was a different game back then. Starting from the – this is just the fantasy list, but you got Geno Smith, Trubisky, Mayfield at 30. I think Mayfield is way, way underrated. Mariota, and I think Mayfield's probably down there just because I'm sure if you look up. If he was a starter for Carolina, guaranteed starter, I think he's a top 20 quarterback probably. Well, let's look at this. Geno, Trubisky, Mayfield, Mariota, Goff, Mills, Wentz. That's 26 through 32. I think Wentz is I a think solid Wentz is quarterback, a good quarterback. If, he's, if he's healthy, and I think Mayfield's a good quarterback. Jared Goff is in Detroit. So, so basically, we've got four quarterbacks that aren't very good. You got Geno Smith, Marcus Mariota, Zach Wilson doesn't excite me. Let me ask you. He likes to bang people's moms. So let me ask you this. I think that's why he's up there. Would you have, would you be, if you were the Arizona Cardinals and on opening, opening game of the year, you ran Baker Mayfield out instead of Kyler Murray, would you be any more nervous? No. I wouldn't either. If you ran Sam Darnold that, would you be any more nervous? I wouldn't either. Yes. You would be? I wouldn't. Yes. Kyler Murray, is. I, don't, I think, is very overrated. But it, So the last couple of years, I have said that his body fell apart in the latter half of the year with injuries. Yes. I wonder if it was study. If he just wasn't if – if he's so good in September and October, and then the game starts to shift a little bit in November and December, and he was not studying enough to be up to par with what the defense was going to do. I he, he's he's been horrible in the it. second half, and maybe that is it. Maybe he doesn't take it serious enough. Guy like him's gotten by with athletic ability, you know. No. Brett Favre was the same way. He got by just being a good athlete and winging it and doing it. Let's look at but he was a competitor. I don't think Kyler Murray's that big a competitor. I think everything's come easy for him. I mean, he's a great athlete. There's no doubt about it. He comes from a great gene pool, but I just do not think he is an NFL. I I, I think Arizona is going to wish they would have never done that. I think they've got a contract that – I'm not impressed at Trevor Lawrence yet. Everybody says he's going to be really good, and we're going to They're see. They're saying he's going to step up this year. Well, we'll see. Uh, Chicago, I'm guessing he got knocked, came back too early. 11 for 15, 123 yards, two tutties. And today's NFL, that's horrible. No interceptions uh, against the Rams, 32 for 49, 383 with two interceptions, no touchdowns. Um, I trust – I had him on my team last year. He was 23 for 41, 257. 
one touchdown, one interception. Th- those zero touchdowns and one touchdown games killed you. One touchdown, two touchdowns, one touchdown. I mean, he's just not that kind of money guy. And then he quit running the football for whatever reason. Because he's banged he up. Hurt. So he's one dimensional. Know. When he can't run the ball, he's RG three. When you when you take his legs away from him, he's not a quarterback no more. I wouldn't have paid the guy. No, I would not have either. And I wouldn't pay Somebody's Lamar Jackson making... until Lamar Jackson wins some playoff games. I'd tell him, listen, Lamar, I'll pay you $50 million a year. You, put, you get me to the AFC Championship game. I don't have a problem with all that. But if you can't show me you can win a couple playoff games, there ain't no sense. Football in September and October don't matter. And he was hurt last year? Lamar Who? Jackson was? Yeah, he missed a couple games. And he the guy that the filled in. the last half of the season. The guy that filled in for him done great. Because they have a great defense and they can run the ball. Who filled in for him? Tyler or something or another. I can't remember the guy's name. I had him on my fantasy team. Why don't I? Oh, because I had Joe Burrow on that other league. And Joe Burrow was playing lights out. Yeah. He missed, yeah, he missed the last five games, yep. four games. Wouldn't pay him either. Four games, five games. And then but, Patrick Mahomes has really disappointed me lately. Why? All his conversation about the black quarterback is judged different than the white quarterback. Patrick Mahomes' mom's white. Right. Like Tiger Woods. He's half and half. Right. His kids now are one-fourth black. Right. I mean, he, he's down to Stanfield bloodlines almost by now. <laughs> and I just – he's better than that. Don't use – just because someone's critical, don't make it a color deal. I think that he was, he was talking about what Lamar is, and Kyler. But they were getting – I'm not being ugly here. I, what is Kyler's I'm fam- I bet, I bet Kyler's half too. But he looks like he's Lamar Jackson's hundred percent. Lamar Jackson. There's no doubt about that. Full. Yes. Kyler looks Asian, Filipino. He he does. He's got them eyes. And I'm not. I'm not. This is nothing. We we are ourselves. People I'm know not, this. I'm not this. being ugly, but I'm just saying that Kyler Murray. I don't think he's. <laughs> I don't think he's got that. You can't say on. Oriental, right? I don't know what you can say here. Asian Pacific. But he looks. He looks Filipino. He looks Filipino. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna guess his mother's Filipino. Kevin Murray and Me Son Henderson. Me Son? Oh yeah, she's me, she's Me Son. She's definitely not a Baptist from Kansas. Let me look if there's a picture of him. Maybe I can get more. Uh, no, you know, not, Me no. Son is not is is definitely. Yeah, she's Oriental. Okay, there you go. Or uh, it, I don't know. She's uh, put her on the big screen there. I'm putting her on the big screen, but that's Me Son. Oh yeah, Me Son is definitely. Oh, yeah, she's definitely, yeah. I think he got his height from her. Yes, he did get cheated. His daddy was a hell of an athlete. Oh, really? Oh, hell yeah, he was quarterback at A&M. Oh, I did not know that. Yes, very good athlete. And his uncle, so Calvin, made, was a stud shortstop for the University of Texas. So what made him choose uh, OU? He, he went to A&M, and he couldn't cut the mustard there, and he transferred to OU. Really? Yeah, and I can't remember who he started behind, but he, he couldn't be the – he wasn't the starter there, and then he went to OU and sat behind Baker Mayfield. He's a hell of an athlete. I mean, he'll the A's draft him as a seventh overall pick. No, no there's no doubt about it. I but, mean, definitely. But Patrick but, Mahomes got in the middle of that deal with the, the, the black quarterbacks are judged different. And I, I just I, that that's such a crutch these days. Right. Win or lose. It's pretty pretty Russell Wilson. I've never heard anybody say, Well, Russell Wilson's good for a black quarterback. Russell Wilson's a damn good quarterback. I don't care what color he is. Well, I guess I'd take him tomorrow. I think people were coming out pretty harsh against Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray only being a running quarterback. They are. How hard is you, that to figure it out? If you look at their game, that's what they've showed you is that they are. And Lamar Jackson heavy. threw a bunch of touchdowns, but it wasn't because of his throwing ability. It's his run that they were worried about. But right. he can't win when it counts. Mm-mm. You know? Neither can Kyler Murray. Ryan Tannehill can't either. No. And, but, you know. But, but 
Patrick's not saying that, oh, they're being un, unfairly critical to. But he said it's a black quarterback deal, and that really he bothered said, he me. He said that black quarterbacks have to prove themselves year over year, over year more than other quarterbacks. The guy's making $52 million a year, and he's had some pretty sketchy things in the last couple of years in the middle of the season. Right. I think your team bought into you, Patrick. I think you're okay. Yeah. You know, no matter what color you are, you're not, you know. Because he's won the big game. Yeah. He's a great and guy. If, I just – he's better and than he, that. And he's, and he's been there every year. I don't yep. think anybody is saying anything about Patrick No, Mahomes. no, no. It was, it was all about Lamar Jackson, Jackson who fell apart at the end of the year and Kyler Murray yeah. who has fallen apart the end of the last two years. But I wish when he would say that, he'd say, but then there's our friend Russell Wilson over here. Well, they're not going to Who's a great that. quarterback, you know. They're he's a quarterback. Do it doesn't matter what color he is. He is a great quarterback. Yeah. And that's what I wish they would do instead of making – we're at a time. It's 2022. We got to get over this color shit on for a crutch for anything, you know. It don't matter what it is. Quit using color as a crutch, you know. We, we're all – we're about two generations away from all of us being the same color anyways. Pretty close. At the rate we're going. So who cares, you know. Be proud of what color you are. If you're white, be proud you're white. If you're brown, be proud you're brown. If you're black, be proud you're black. I mean, there's no sense to – I mean, I don't care where you come from. You should be proud of who you are and where you come from. But don't use it as a crutch why you don't have certain things. First of all, it's also hard for a guy like me to feel sorry for a guy that's making $40 million a year. Yeah. Either way around. You know, I don't – I mean, the quarterbacks they've signed lately. In the NBA, have you ever said, well, he's a black guy playing basketball? Well, fuck no, he's playing basketball. It's a black guy. You know it is. Right. You know? Larry Bird, I guess he was the great white basketball player. Great. He's really good for a white guy. Yeah. And he was a great basketball player. Well. You know, it wasn't because of what color he was. He was a great basketball player. Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. What Tiger you, Woods, the greatest golfer of all time. What do you think about Tiger not going to play for the LIV? Um, I don't think Tiger... $700 million I they offered the guy. Well, he's got all the money in the world anyways. I mean, he don't have $700 million less, but... I'm assuming he has an endorsement contract with someone that's got some language tied up in it. And <clears throat> Tiger's not, competi- not very competitive now. And I don't think... He could have doubled his net worth if he'd have done that. I understand that. But I don't think... If you've got that kind of money, he didn't want to sell his soul out for that. Oh, so you're selling your soul out? Well, it, it depends what his beliefs are. Do you oh, hold be- on. Do you- Never mind. He is a billionaire. Forbes reported yeah. on Friday that Wood's net worth is believed to be at least $1 billion. Okay, so he would have... So hold on, Jeff. This is you just opened up a whole can of worms. Okay. The 45th president is in bed with this LIV. That's right. And you said Tiger Woods would have to sell his soul to go over there. Our 46th president's in bed with him too. He just went over there today begging for oil. Wait a second, Jeff. You got to be careful with your words here because you said that Tiger Woods would have to sell his soul to play with the Saudis. I said he did not want to sell his soul. Okay, Tiger Woods. Now you're splitting hairs. So did Trump sell his soul to be over there with the Saudis? I don't know what kind of soul either one of them have. I don't think that Tiger Woods wants to sell his soul from the PGA, who's made him a lot of money. He made himself the money. They didn't make him the money. I don't think he wants to be branded as being with them and backing out on the PGA is what I don't think. I don't. We're going to leave out all the politics with Saudi Arabia. Okay. The gay politics, the slave labor, all the stuff that's happened in Saudi Arabia, we're going to leave all that out. Okay. I don't think he wants to be is someone that left the PGA to go to LIV because I think he feels like he's he needs to be part of the PGA is what I think. Now, Trump is in bed with him. Mm-hmm. The, the PGA backed out on playing the U.S. Open at Bedminster, I think is the name of the place, one of Trump's courses, because of the January 6th bullshit. 
Mm-hmm. So when I say bullshit, I think it's all bullshit. I don't think there's really much going on there. I think it's just a liberal talking points. But anyways, and I think that was Trump's wife telling the beach, hey, go fuck off. And he, so he went to the LIV on that deal. And he's getting money. And he's a businessman. He's not president right now. He should be doing everything he can to make money. I think the Saudis are bad. I do. But I not think. bad enough to pay the possibly the 47th president in the United States? He's, he's giving them a place to play his golf tournament. He's in the golfing business. He's still in bed with them. He's still tied to them. Well, our 46th president just went over there begging for oil. So every president's been in bed with them since 1936, probably, or 40s. Or I'm just whatever. playing devil's advocate here, Jeff. <clears throat> and that's fine. I'm just telling you what you said. I think that, no, I said that I think Tiger Woods didn't want to get in bed with him because I don't think he wanted to tarnish his his place with the PGA. He's about done anyway. But Trump's already tarnished his, so he's just like, fuck t- it. T- Trump's not a pro golfer. Get in. No, and if you look at his swing, have you seen his swing? He's an average golfer. I think he shoots like I've a, got a prettier swing than him, Jeff. But he's got a better golfer. I think he shoots in the mid-70s. Really? I think so. But but what I'm saying is is Tiger's deal was from a golfing standpoint. His 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 what's what am what am I looking for? His uh legacy. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't think he wanted to go. He knows he's almost done. 1.8. It's like is what his Trump's handicap. 1.8. That's a damn good golfer. As a result, I'm sure he cheats some. So he shoots they, say they say he cheats. I'm sure. That's, I've heard that, too. That's why I said that. That's not good, though, Jeff. I don't it's, know that I like that. Let me tell you something. Did you vote for him because you think he's a great guy? Donald J. Trump is an asshole. But I'm an asshole, so I can handle that. His, this was in 20- How many friends do you have that are assholes that you really like? I don't want them to fucking cheat at golf. Like, if, if you're playing with your buddies, is, 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 is you kicking the ball, you wouldn't play with them anymore. You'd be like, fuck that guy. You know you would. Probably so. So, I mean... Well, I don't... What is, he's playing with his friends. Like, why is he kicking the ball? I don't know. I can't answer that question for you. This is a mom question. She asked me things like this that there's no answer for. Golf but I okay. do think that's why Tiger Woods did not want to do it. He didn't want to ruin his legacy with the PGA. I think the LIV, and I don't know many details on it because I really don't give two shits about golf since I quit playing a long time ago, which is financially one of the best things I ever did because it's an expensive hobby, is... I don't, I don't pay no attention to it, so I don't even know the differences in the LIV and the PGA other than the LIV is paying big money to these guys to play, and I think they're smart for using it. It's no different than if the USFL was a real competitor for the um, NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's giving money to guys that weren't making big money. They have a chance to make more money, so good for them. His ball striking for medium-length tees made him a legitimate <clears throat> four handicap at the time. Well, that's good. He's a good golfer. A four is a good? That's a good golfer, yeah. Shooting the mid-70s. What's a, what's, why you say mid-70s? Because that's what he shoots. If he's a four handicap, he's shooting 76 on a 72 par 72. How do you know it's 72? He's a or, four handicap. That means you're four over your par. I don't know what this means, Jeff. I don't 72 play golf. 72 is 72 par. 72 is par at any course. It does course. not matter. Some are 71, some are 70. If he's playing at a course at 70, he's going to shoot a 74. He shoots four over par. That's I understand that, but I don't okay. understand how you just pulled up he's mid-70s. Well, Every golf course is in the 70s? 71, 72 is the average. Okay. There's some 70s. But most of them are 71 or 72. Most are 72. And he shoots a 76. It's a good golfer. It's a good golfer. Yes. Especially if if he's playing at the tips. But it said he's playing on the medium. It did say that? I thought you read that. He was playing on the medium. Oh, from medium link tees, yes. Yeah, he's not playing at the tips. Mm. So he's probably about an 8 or 10 handicap from the tips. I'm going to show you his swing. They Uh, said it's, it's wonky, but it's all in the hips, they say. Charles Barkley's got a horrible swing. 
Yes, he does. You know, the LIV offered him big money, too. Really? To be the announcer. And he said that he had grew up at uh, TNT Sports, him and Shaq's deal, and he liked it right there, and he had plenty of money, and he appreciated it, but he was going to stick where he was. And Vince Scully died last night. Did you see that? I did see that. That's too, I didn't know who Vince Scully was. but He's called some big games. Um, everybody was talking about it today. Not good. But he's 96. Jeff. Well, I mean, he lived you, a good life. Kinda, it's not like. You kind of got out. I wasn't shocked by it. I didn't even know he was sick. Let's see where it is. Oh, there's the old Trump swing. There's the old Trumpster. What a life that guy's lived. Well, I guess I'm not going to get to see the whole thing in full time. One of the coolest Americans ever to live. Show me his fucking swing. They are. There it is. His his hands are too. They're not. They're not right. Well, the hands are not right. That can't break a hundred on nine holes. Yeah, but he's putting too much force in his front hand, and he's pushing with his back hand. I don't know. That one looked pretty good right there. Did you see where he was teeing it up over there, and somebody was filming him and said, "Forty uh, fifth president of the United States," and he said, "Soon to be forty seventh." No. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He's a funny guy. He, he is a good guy. I like, but he's an asshole. But that's Big time. But I want him to be an asshole. I want my president to be an asshole. I don't want one of these cheese dicks that kiss everybody's ass like we got now and we've always had. We've had the same president since Harry Truman left office. Mm-hmm. And we don't need no more of that shit. That's the problem we're in. We've, 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 they all take care of each other. And that's, I just, I'm tired of all politicians in general, basically. I probably can't find it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's... I just, I, I'm really worried. I had a lot of hope that the midterms were going to be really good, but um, now with Pennsylvania saying that mail-in voting, and it sounds like they're going to lock everything down again before then. Well, they there, want to. There's mass mandates at hospitals again. That's bullshit. Um, I don't, they're I don't not going to get people to go in for all that shit. Hospitals, you're not going to have a choice on, but everything outside of the government, people ain't going in for that shit no more. I mean, you sit there and, I mean, COVID is running rampant around in different towns. Ain't nobody dying no more. Nobody's on ventilators. It's five days now in the yeah. NFL. Kyler Murray has it. He can come back on Monday. Yeah. I mean, it's just not that big. They don't even check for it no more. And you all know? that shit they put Aaron Rodgers through because he didn't want to get vaccinated. And now they're, they're basically just saying, oh, five days. So did Aaron Rodgers win on that deal? I think he did. Fuck yeah, he won. That's right. Yeah. How about these baseball players? I'm telling you right now, if I was Major League Baseball and they're a nutless organization too, I would say, you know what? Fuck that. If you, in Toronto Blue Jays, if our players can't come over there and play as a full team, we're not coming to Toronto and playing anymore. They're not you letting, start playing in Buffalo. They're not letting no. vaccinated players. No, and so teams players ain't going. You know, and what, the liberal celebrities, hypocrisy, the 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 media is just crazy how they just buy in on this shit. Biden's had four COVID boosters and has had both vaccines, and he got and it twice in positive. two weeks. But boy, it'd be a whole lot worse if he wouldn't have got them. I may have COVID now. You are I, down a lot of Dayquil. I'm down. I'm down three. I mean, this is my th- third time, maybe my fourth time to have it. I haven't missed a day of work yet. Well, Jeff, there's also nobody else out here. Well, but but my point is, it's not that big a deal to me. Maybe it should be. Are you worried about catching it sitting next to me? No. See, that's what I'm saying. I can't catch it. I don't think you've got it because your antibody, think so. your antibodies were really high yeah, after we got back from. Puerto I think Rico. I just I think I got the summer flu is what I got is what I have. The old summertime flu. But but people are having it all over. 
you hear about people, oh, yeah, JoJo had it the other day. It works at the bank. I saw him the other day. Well, yeah, he finally had to go to the doctor, and they test him, and he had it. He's work every day handling money. I put that shit in my mouth all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just, it's there. It's like the flu or any other thing we have. They went to one extreme, and it was all about politics. Mm-hmm. And that's what we are doing. We are letting them same assholes up there do the same thing again. Well, now they've changed the definition of a recession. Well, of course. We're not in a recession. Yeah. Well, also. But they built- got to, But how, I mean. You change the you change the rules. You you move the goalpost yeah. when it when it didn't suit your agenda. Well, they're not building a border wall. They're just filling in open spots. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's called building a border wall. That I think that you're adding to it. Let me tell you something. That lady that's a spokesperson, the little black oh, lesbian she's chick. Hate her fucking life. She is the most miserable spokesperson they ever had. Oof. I mean, she is a complete idiot. I didn't like Sean Spicer, who was Obama's, just because he was a dickhead and lied to everybody all the time. I thought he was Trump's. Not Sean Spicer. What was that? What was the guy's name? David. A- what was that? What was Trump's? Uh, not Trump's. What was uh? God dang it! Obama's first one. That greaseball, bald-headed fucker that had the comb over. It had to have been Axelrod. David Axelrod. David Axelrod could not stand that guy. He at least could give you an educated answer on stuff. Right. This black chick with the funky uh, windshield wipers on her eyeballs. Josh Ernest. Mm, I can't remember. I think it was that one. First of all, we went from a smoking hot show like Dana Perino to this lesbian chick who is absolutely horrible at her job. She has that deer in the headlight look all the time. Right. She can't even give a straight answer. You know, I want one time to say, why can't the president speak to us? Mm-hmm. You know, why does he have to have pages written down of who he can ask questions from? Why can't he just take, you know, an answer from us? Earlier I talked about Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg took the loss to be run for president last time. He would have he would have been their nominee if him or Bernie Sanders. But they both sold their soul. And, you know, Bernie Sanders ain't got no balls anyways. Axelrod was senior advisor to President Obama. Okay. But Buttigieg is going to be their, their – is who they're going to run in 2024. They're setting that pace right now. I hope so. Kevin Costner come out, and he's all for him, of course. Of course he is. Fuck, that's why I won't watch, watch Yellowstone. I don't Fuck watch him. Yellowstone no more. I haven't Fuck ever since he come shit. out anti-gun shit. I ain't watching Fuck him. him. If you're I gonna saw, make money off of If him. I saw Fuck him in Knox City, Texas, I would tell him you're a liberal douchebag. I would. That's I'm telling you right now, and there's a chance he'll be here with them filming out here sometime. And if I ever run into that fucker, I'm gonna tell him that. Exactly. I think you're a liberal douchebag. It's a shame because you play such a conservative, cool American guy to be such a liberal twat like you are. And I just I mean, I understand that it's fiction and everything, but I don't know. I just can't I can't get around it. No, when you make a the living, fake act, the fake accent, and yeah. you know the when, the big bad tough guy. Yeah. And when you make a living portraying a certain thing on everything you do, and you're completely opposite that, that's wrong. You know that'd be like me being a drag queen on TV, right? I think you'd make a good one. You got the haircut for it, um, boy. I tell you what, I did not think that James Washington. Uh, you know, I, I knew it was him going bad to Dallas luck. was a good situation, but I'll tell you what, now they got CD. If you take CD away. They're going to have to sign somebody. Jerry I mean, I Jones can say what he wants. They, Emmanuel Sanders is who they're going to end up signing. You watch. He had a real – Jane, you know, I'm hoping for a speedy recovery. Um, but he had a real opportunity there. Yeah, with, he did. With Gallup being out with the knee and – He has a good – He has a good Bad first six weeks. Up. Chance to make some really good money for the next three years on a good contract And the thing about feet is that'll, that'll linger. Yes. So hopefully – Hopefully it's speedy recovery, he, but that damn, I just know. Like, he had the same break that Derrick Henry did. Oh, really? Yeah, same break that Jones fracture. Hmm. When's, Joe, when, when's Derrick Henry going to go in a draft, do you think, like in our uh, league? Second round. You don't think he's a first rounder? 
It'll be towards the end. Well, you get a steal if you get him in the 11th, 12th, 13th pick. And he's, Not if he's on a shitty offense like he's going to be. They're no, going to run the shit out of the ball. No A.J. Brown. He's already breaking down. The offensive line, suspect. Once you get over 400 carries in a season, things go to shit. That's proven. Look at the Zeke. Zeke's another one. I don't know when Zeke goes, but I'm not going to reach out for him and take him anytime soon. No. Second round. I've already got my strategy. It does not matter where I pick from. I know what I'm doing. Okay, good. I'm separating myself from all you other losers. Mm-hmm. We can't wait. August 28th is our first draft. Then we got ours the fourth, and then another one the fifth. The Big Money League. The Big Baller. The Big Baller League. Two quarter two quarterback leagues is the way to go. The the, the one quarterback leagues are they're kind of kind of a drag. You think two quarterback leagues are? No, one quarterback. Oh yeah, I are. think so too. Kind of, I don't know. That's a boring league compared to other ones. I just like the practice draft. Yeah, yeah, that's really good for me. Kind of gets my kind of gets everything going. I kind of see where people are going to draft, and that's why we are in an old man league. And we do the old, teams. old fashioned draft. Everything's written, putting on a piece of paper and putting on the board. And <laughs> it's like going back 1974. But it's good practice. If Frank, if Frank Cosell was hollering it, we'd be all good. I might do Not Frank Cosell. What was his name? God dang it. Might, it was Frank might. Gifford and Kathy Lee. No, but Cosell, what was his name? He's the one that said, called Alvin Garrett the little monkey. Watch him run. Hmm. God almighty, what was his name? It was Monday Night Football. Dandy Don, Frank Gifford, Howard Cosell. That's what I was going to say. Big, big Muhammad Ali fan. All right, we probably better get out yeah, of here. Yeah, we, we got, got another podcast another coming podcast up. Another podcast to do, and I think they're about to call. So we will get out of here for now. We appreciate everybody listening. And uh, the final episode of The First Family of Waterfowl is out tonight. Go check it out on YouTube, the Big Honker Podcast YouTube channel. It is the last one. We have learned a lot. It has been very, very fun. We start shooting season two at the end of this month, and it's going to be more episodes, probably around that 10, 15-minute mark, um, more inside access. So we've learned a lot. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we learned a lot. It's going to be a whole lot more... um we did a lot of film. We did a lot of filming, but we're going to do more episode type deals where we're going to have actual speckle belly hunt ins and outs from the guide meeting to the scouting to the whole thing next year, and then we're going to have dinner time around here more. We just it was a learning experience for us. It was a long way. I told Rick yesterday. I said, "Listen, I went back and listened to our first five or six podcasts. You learn as you go. Right. It's been a learning curve. It's been really good. We enjoyed it. I want to thank Looking Glass and Boss." who are sponsors for the next year's with a few other teams and other companies. And I will release all that information soon. You can always go to stanfieldhunting.com and go to shop or store. I can't remember which one it is. And we have a merchandise up for the first family and we have Stanfield hunting merchandise and the big honker podcast merchandise. You got anything else to say, Andrew? <sighs> That's it. We'll be at game fair the second weekend in second weekend, which is I think the third weekend in August, August 19th, 20th and 21. Me and Andy will be at, Pacific's booth and at Boss Shot Shells and most all of our sponsors will be there so come by and see us and say hi. Bye everybody.
Go check out all of our great sponsors. Go check out Gundog Outdoors, Shin Gear Waiters, Lucky Duck, Looking Glass Duck Club Podcast, Alpha Outdoors Specialties, Bangtail Whiskey, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Dirty Duck Coffee, Ducks Unlimited, Double T British Kennels, Pacific Calls, Dive Bomb Industries, and Boss Shot Shells. <laughs>